the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Listen to The Rob Black Show on your Alexa or Google Play device. Just say, listen to The Rob Black Show. They refer to August as the dog days of summer. I had a boss in television who was hilarious. First and foremost, the worst toupee ever. To the point where you would be sitting across from him and you'd be like, I just want to grab it. I just want to grab it. I can't really hold my attention at times. But um, in business meetings, he would say things like, that dog don't hunt. That dog don't hunt, Rob. That dog don't hunt. So let's say if you had a, a complaint with an employee or if you had a business idea, like, hey, let's lunch the Rob Black channel, 24-7, 365. You'd go, ah, oh, there's no hunting that dog. There's no biting that dog. That dog don't hunt. But the bad toupee was the best. I'm one of those people. Uh, I used to love sitting at airports and watching people walk by and always trying to find one thing to pick apart on them. Toupees are a good one. I swear, if you elect me president of the United States, I will never, ever wear a toupee. You know what's interesting? I never, ever had a desire to be president of the United States. I've had a desire to be mayor of a city because I think you can change your city, but I don't think you can really change the state or the government. So our governments are dealing with the Delta variant right now and the drag it's creating on reopening. Our government's dealing with monetary policy through the Federal Reserve and how the Federal Reserve officials are suggesting the Fed should start tapering. When that happens, it's funny how Wall Street works. It's kind of like right now we have incredibly low rates. And you remember yesterday I was talking with Patrick O'Hara and I said, are you afraid that schools are going to get shut down again because of COVID? And the effect it'll have on the market, he's like, no, no, Rob, take a big breath because the Fed will keep interest rates low. And rock, scissors, paper, that low interest rates means longer bull market. He didn't quote me. He didn't say that's definitive. We don't have, we don't work in that kind of guarantee. The Delta variant drag, the Fed officials saying they're going to start tapering, cutting down what they're buying, i.e. artificially lowering interest rates. Let real buyers come and support it. There's a 10-year treasury sits back at 1.37%. Last week at this time, it was at 1.12. I've been saying this for like five years in a row. At some point in time, we're going to look back at mortgage rates and go, wow, those were doozies. I feel pretty comfortable about our mortgage rates. Um, I don't know if my kids will ever see mortgage rates this low. I never thought I'd see mortgage rates this low. So when that happens, it brings up the question of like, what went wrong? Many GOP senators are digging in their heels about not helping Democrats raise the debt ceiling. Uncertainty right now as to whether the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill and the $3.5 trillion human infrastructure bill can pass through Congress. So there's a little uncertainty. 
Will something get done? Typically it does. The producer price index for final demand increased 1% month over month, the PPI. So if you own a factory and let's say you're making matchbox cars and your costs go up 1%, are you gonna pass that on to the consumer? Or are you gonna eat it? A lot of questions there. On a year over year basis, producer price index for final demand is up 7.8%. So that's at the point where if inflations are eating away their ability to earn money, will they pass on the cost hikes to you? Generally speaking, corporations somewhat do, not across the board, but they're not in the business of losing money or, or seeing earnings go the wrong way. That's one of the big problems with Wall Street. There's too many CEOs who have kind of a big, big, big ego. If Apple were to be broken up into a services, into a wearables, into a PC, into a phone, they would be worth a lot more than they are all put together. The CEO's got vanity. I could say the same thing from Google. I could say the same thing from Microsoft. You want to run a big company and pay yourself big bonuses. And yeah, there's a lot more financial engineering you can do when you have more departments. Developments in today's news, not a lot. Morgan Stanley's downgraded Micron. That's of note because Micron makes DRAM, which is not sexy. The only thing I could kind of explain as DRAM, and someone could probably do it far more eloquently than I can, but if you play a game like Doom or Call of Duty and there's like buildings and smoke and explosions, and you got to have a lot of memory inside your computer so it can remember all those things and how to... Uh, model it as you move around the world. DRAM is kind of a commodity. So when I say that, what type of DRAM do you have in your computer right now? Is it Corsair? Is it the Best Buy brand? Do you know the difference between cheap memory and fantastic memory? Fantastically fast. Fantastically fast. Stupendously super eBay's in the news, and I read the strangest research report on them yesterday. It's going through Standard and Poor's, and uh, the angle on them was fantastic. It basically said eBay's kind of boring, and they're doing what they do well and boring. Every now and then, every few years, they try to get into whatever is working now, whatever's hot now in commerce and retail trade. It was kind of a glorious. I mean, it, I'm, I don't want to buy eBay. There was a point in time when eBay was investable because it had some action. Now it just seems like eh, maybe every 90 days you'll see a little bit of action. But that's not enough. FDA is going to soon authorize COVID booster shots for immuno immunocompromised individuals. The IEA is cutting its global oil demand forecast for 2021. Nancy Pelosi is talking today about a vote that won't be held this month in the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Dog days of summer. There ain't no bite in this dog, right? Back to my old boss, Pat. I've worked with some doozies. So Craig was look not, there's Craig and radio and Craig and TV. Craig and TV was, uh, <laughs> he was spouting off old 
old television. It's like someone just recently took a shot at Aaron Judge saying, you know, that attempt to steal home was miserable. And Aaron Judge clapped back at him and said, looks like the old players are still talking the old ways. So it is interesting who you play for, right? Devils claims were under 400,000, coming in at 375,000. I suppose I should be excited by that. I'm not, but I suppose I should be. Um, watching the labor market, it is very, very different than two years ago. You're starting to see low-paying jobs all crack above $15 an hour. You're starting to see more perks from companies like CVS, Chipotle, McDonald's, and others trying to fill job openings fast. With Christmas coming soon, retailers better get staffed up fast, and that's going to be needing more money. Dumbest story of the day. I don't understand this one. A 40-year-old slice of Charles and Diana's wedding cake sold for $2,500 at auction. I'm not that guy. I'm not that just tell. You can find me online. You gotta have a cow. Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Listen to the Rob Black Show on your Alexa or Google Play device. Just say, listen to the Rob Black Show. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. Walt Disney will report earnings today. Ultimately, what I want you to do until you're wealthy is, is create wealth. Max out your 401k. If you can do 15% of your income into a 401k, I think you're doing about all you can do. You want an emergency fund for sure. And then if you look around at the end of the, the month and you have, after you've paid for your rent or your mortgage, after you paid for your car or your lease, at the end of the month when you look around and you're like, I got a little bit more. If you want to set up another supplemental fund in a regular account, it's not quite as tax efficient as a 401k or an IRA. But I've done that. So in a incredibly stupid way, I've got a group called Acorns, which is an app. It's a nice way of accumulating wealth for the average person. Um, I'm not the average person. I can do much better on my own, I think. But I do it because it makes me automatically do it. So I think the average American should um, get some spending up on investing. It, it stinks. I've got a really good friend who I've kind of lost as a friend because it's tough for me to sit there and watch people make financial mistakes without telling them you're making a financial mistake. I never tried to do it in a rude way, um, but it, it does suck. And I, I don't have any good comparison on it. I'm not kind of an elitist in any way, shape, or form. But one of my goals is to have you do a 401k through like uh, a fidelity fund that invests in your future. So if you're 20 years old today, so you're going to retire in 40 years, you would invest in like a Fidelity Freedom 2060. So you look at 2020, you look at 2060, you see that 40-year difference, you're going to retire in 40 years or 30 years, you'd do a different one or 20 years, you do a different one. I think that's how most people should invest in for, in for their retirement. Later on after you've done an emergency fund, later on after you have $100,000 of investable assets, 
if you want to buy one stock, I think that's great. And one of the stocks that I, I push on and I try to teach you here is Disney. I own shares of Disney. It's interesting because I'm, I really don't like movie theaters. And I really, really don't like uh, theme parks and people. And if you hear how much you have to pay for a day and your kids still don't love you, it sucks. Last year at this time, it was a tough time to be Disney. You had theme parks and movie theaters closed. Sport events were canceled. Sporting events are important because Disney owns ESPN and ABC. Advertisers pulled back on spending. They moved it to digital. What's interesting to note about that is some of that spend will never come back. Disney's earnings dove deep, 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 deep into the red. Stay-at-home profit machine was born, though, Disney+. Plus. They got soaring subscriber counts for Disney+, Plus, Hulu, ESPN during the lockdown. Their traditional businesses struggled. Their new businesses rock and rolled. Almost to the point of, like, did they know? Did they know this pandemic was coming? It played beautifully into Disney Plus and The Mandalorian. Fiscal third quarter is going to be reported today. You should start seeing a reversal of some of those trends. Instead of losing money, they should start making money. How much in movie theaters? How much in theme parks? How much in sporting events? How many advertisers are coming back? If you listen to the conference call, you'll learn a lot of this. Disney ended its fiscal second quarter in March with 103.6 million Disney Plus subscribers. Wall Street sees them jumping to 115 million this quarter. By the end of 2024, Disney wants to be at 260 million subscribers. Now keep in mind, Disney Plus may be the crown jewel right now of Disney. Do you remember yesterday I was talking about how you can sleep in a Star Destroyer for $5,000 for two-night, big-time, immersive adventure at a Disney property? Disney ended its fiscal quarter with 103 million Disney Plus subscribers. Now, if that's the crown jewel, you have to compare that crown jewel to Netflix. Netflix cited the impact of widespread vaccinations and the lifting of government restrictions for the big old decline of 430,000 subscribers. So Netflix said recently in their earnings report, as people feel safe, they're going out. As people go out, they're not watching Netflix as much. I was just opining with my producer of like, there's nothing on. And there's only about a bazillion shows, it feels like, on Netflix, but it's not just, it's really not working for me. So what I can't wait to learn tonight, and I'll be like a little kid in a candy store, is Disney's theme parks and customer and consumer products. Um, Disney's a consumer-driven company, and they've done everything they can to do D2C, direct-to-consumer. Um, they've really tried to tinker with their business models during COVID, and we'll see how well they did. I think I think the honest answer is going to be pretty good. Is there one woman on the planet who would say, I don't want my baby watching a Pixar movie. They're too violent. They tend to do what they do well. And of course they make mistakes. Disney's in the midst of a metamorphosis, like a cockroach becoming a human or a human becoming a cockroach. Disney's in that 
legacy media company, Parks Company, trying to be more direct consumer entertainment. So it's going to be a bumpy quarter, but we'll see if they're moving and the U.S. is moving towards better. I want to get better, 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 better. So anyhow, um, Disney's going to be a, a big one for me to look at tonight. I'm definitively looking forward to chit-chatting about that one with you tomorrow. Next week, I'm going to take a couple days off to move. And then after that, I'm going to take probably like four or five days off to do a little bit of a vacation. It hasn't happened yet, but I'll know a little bit more sooner than later. I might honestly have to wait till Thanksgiving, which doesn't make me happy. Last week, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention announced that it's extending its eviction moratorium. This is going to be interesting the way it plays out. No more rent. Department of Education announced that it is extending student loan forbearance for the fourth time. No more student loans payments. No more work, no more school. Is society coming undone for us or not? It kind of feels like it might be. But sometimes you have to go back in history and see that we went through this before. The 1960s in the latter part saw a big rise in inflation and the peak of a long time bull market that lasted the entire decade. So the 60s had a very unique circumstances that are starting to look kind of like where we are now. And anytime you start saying the words rising inflation, stuff gets weird. We can survive four to eight percent inflation costs. We would not be able to survive if it gets out of hand and it turns into like 30 percent increases. Doc Holliday once said in 1994, I have yet done to defile myself. That's what inflation does. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. So I guess one of the big things that came out of the pandemic were ghost kitchens, or what are referred to as dark kitchens as well, where Travis Klanick from Uber, his second reinvention, his second thing has been the idea of ghost kitchens. U.S. burger chain Wendy's has announced plans to open its first dark kitchens in the U.K. As bosses aim to cash in on the rise of online delivery apps, including Deliveroo and Uber Eats. Not a surprise, right? When you go into a McDonald's, it's kind of, I'm not going to say gross, that's the wrong thing to say, but the restaurant's never quite clean. They're that half of it. Bathrooms are never quite perfect. And then you see these fries like 10 feet away from you. And you're like, this fry vats kick up a lot of grease. So this doesn't surprise me. Shane hopes to open as many as more, 10 more dark kitchens. 
latest announcement, we'll see the UK open additional sites that will only serve deliveries at a time when burgers are big business on food apps. Will we ever go back to a normal, you go to get fast food versus it comes to you? And the answer is no way. I, I just don't see it. I see people liking the experience too much of not getting off the couch when they're watching a football game. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Yesterday, we did a story on Amazon doing fulfillment, um, doing a big, big airplane hub in Kentucky. Today, we're hearing they're adding more fulfillment robotics centers in Florida, six of them. They are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Being able to compete with them is getting tougher and tougher and tougher. Do we care or are we going to wait to care until it's too late? That's the big question. Tesla's in the news a lot right now on how much upside that they have and or don't have. I find that interesting that one of the things tied with Tesla's earnings recently is there's some acceleration going on. Um, and that probably it's sweet spot in their history of going from losing money, losing a lot of money to losing a little bit of money to making a little bit of money to making a lot of money. They're in that phase right now from making a little bit of money to making a lot of money. Um, other things to talk about. Everyone wants to invest in the hot housing market right now. Where are the best cities right now? I've always liked secondary cities as I refer to them and or cities that serve colleges. For instance, there's a city in Virginia called Charlottesville and it serves the University of Virginia is right there. One of the best institutions in the nation. There's nothing special about Charlottesville. It's got a little bit of a colonial feel to it. You take away the college and it would be a small mid-sized city instead of a big mid-sized city. Um, one of the things I like about college towns is in theory, you'll always have renters either to professors, to the people that work at the university, to the people that work at the university hospital, to the students. Um, if you're going for an investment in real estate. I like the angle that it's not just pretty. It's a little bit more than that. Um, a couple years ago in the Bay Area, everyone was going on vacation to Belize. Everyone was going on vacation to Belize. Then a couple years later, everyone was going on vacation to Costa Rica. Then a couple years later. So sometimes the luxury spots tend to come in and out of favor. But a place where there's jobs, that's the way to go, in my opinion. Some of the cities that I like right now, um, Fresno, California. If I were to invest in an apartment, Fresno has over 500,000 residents. It's a dense suburban area where 47% of residents are homeowners. Year over year, rent growth stands about 8.8%. Good agricultural job market. Tampa, Florida has always been one of my favorites because it's not Miami. It's almost that simple. Miami gets all the headlines and attention. Tampa's a nice city. Not great. Nice. 
But the number one uh, list on this list, Memphis is nice. Memphis is number two. If you've ever been to Memphis, it's, um, boy, do they like their rock and roll heritage. Uh, They don't mind talking about Johnny Cash and Elvis Presley. I'm Johnny Cash. But Boise, Idaho is the number one. Go buy a, um, a rental unit there. Uh, Idaho's capital saw a banner year for real estate in 2020. Housing market on fire year-over-year rent growth was 11.7%. Home values in Boise have risen nearly 20% in just one year. Compared to the rest of the United States, Idaho had the largest year-over-year population increase in 2020. Remember Wayne Gretzky saying, go to where the puck is going, not where it's standing at now. People are leaving California aggressively, and they're buying quite nicely in Boise, Idaho. Which, again, if you were to say that 10 years ago, you would say, I don't know if it's going to be that one. I don't know if it's Boise. You might have come up with Reno or Henderson. You might have come up with Fresno. You might have come up with some alternate sites. Phoenix and Scottsdale. A friend of mine moved to Scottsdale. Uh, you may remember him, Mark Dannon, uh, Crown 4 news anchor. He and his wife went to Scottsdale, and in a year, they moved again. Too hot, didn't like it. Didn't do a lot of homework on that move either. So the new city that they're in is in Georgia. Now, that is a big switch. But they like to live large. They like to live on golf courses. They like, you know, that swank living. I'm okay with it. Don't have to have that per se. Money investing in more. This show of uh, goal of the show is to get you to retirement. Um, There's not really, nothing is that pressing today as far as headline stories. It's very, very August. Stocks are dipping after the jobless claims meet expectations. Producer prices rise. Producer, Producer prices, there's consumer prices. But you're talking the Dow down one one hundredth of a percent, zero point one. And the only reason I know how to say that is because my kids' math. One decimal, one zero to the right of the uh, decimal is tens, then hundreds. So zero point zero one 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 hundredth of a percent. Another 375,000 individuals filed for new unemployment claims. Nothing really going on there. Again, a very blah kind of day. NASDAQ's down one-third of 1%. The Dow's down fractions. S&P 500's down one-tenth of a percent. Russell 2000's doing okay, but nothing really to get excited by. Gold is weaker. One analyst has recently said gold should continue to fall apart for the foreseeable future. Um, I don't know. When you hear things like that, you're like, are you just trying to be sensational for going on CNBC? I've had that happen to me. I've, I've been accused of that. Um, and the CNBC, I'm sorry, the Fox News host, Fox Business host, he's like, buy GE, not G-Wiz. And I was like, I don't think so. You want to buy G-Wiz. So I got yelled at on air, which goes to show you, you should always watch a show before you go on it. Because when I got yelled at live in the taping, I was shocked. So one of the things about doing that was I was never afraid to try it. 
You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't be shy with your questions or calls. Um, no big stories going on today. Um, so today's a good day to get your emails and other things in order if you haven't already. Wall Street Journal did an interesting article, and I'll, I'll sum it up in like two sentences. They talked about artificial intelligence and machine learning and how surfers are now using artificial intelligence and machine learning to figure out forecasting of the best time for waves. What has artificial intelligence and machine learning not touched? Amazon's offering workers a chance to win cars and $500,000 cash prizes if they get vaccinated. Melinda French Gates now owns $5.7 billion in stocks post-divorce. Apple defended its upcoming child safety features, which have been criticized on privacy grounds. This was an interesting one last week where Apple said, somewhere in the process, if you've got what amounts to child pornography, a picture, and you try to upload it to uh, the cloud, that they're going to be able to see that and they're going to turn to you in. And so far, Apple has been very much so hands off on the cooperating with police enforcement on breaking someone's phone, hijacking it if they commit a big crime. But here's a crime that they're saying is worth canceling the privacy angles. Seems a little like a mixed message to me. Do you think? What else is there to hit Tropical Storm Fred, the sixth named Atlantic Storm of the Year, is bringing heavy rain and winds to the Dominican Republic as it's moving towards Florida. And Cuba. There's always mentioned Cuba, too. Anyhow, you can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Resources to help you manage your money. Visit robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Questions about how to invest in your retirement? Check out robblackshow.com and get in on the conversation. Subscribe to the podcast and video channels. No one cares more about your money than you do. It's time to start to feel good about your financial future. RobBlackShow.com. RobBlackShow.com. So I'm going to take a couple days off next week. Probably looking like Wednesday and Thursday. Could be Tuesday and Wednesday, but I'll let you know. Um, moving. So not quite a dream house, but it's nice. Uh, moving away from some of my problems. Not quite. Um, compensation on where you live for remote workers. It's going to be one of those interesting plays in the next 10 years. I've got a friend who lives in New York City and she's got a four bedroom apartment that she sublets. And uh, yesterday she was looking for a roommate for one month which is easy to do when the job market's great, but not the easiest. And she goes, you know, if you sign that month, then another month I'll let you sign the lease when that comes up. I think there's something to be said for how we live and where we live and how it's changing. I remember in the last five to seven years in the Bay Area, you would see crane after crane after crane go up in San Francisco and you're like, what, there's gonna be another tower? of apartments and another tower of apartments and another tower of apartments. And right across the street, you'd see like a, a three-story building, which is going to be the low-income housing that the developer had to 
build in order to do a huge tower. But in five to seven years ago, we were talking about living in 400 square feet. Now we're talking about, do you want to live in the city or away from the city and how much are you going to get compensated? Um, that kind of changed kind of quickly. Uh, Social Security is something that we're all going to run into, hopefully. In your work career, you've probably earned a lot of money, at least to you. The average retired worker gets about $1,555 a month from Social Security. How much does Social Security add up to for a year? If you were to call it a job, it's $18,660 for the average person. What's not so good about that is depending on where you live, you might be able to get away with living on $1,555 if you own a trailer or a low-cost home. But that's not a lot of money. So it's it's a supplement. Your average monthly income over your 35 highest earning years adjusted for inflation when calculating your Social Security benefit, a large income during the years translates into larger checks. So you can actually earn more money. You should try to um, you should go to ssa.gov and figure out what you're what you're kind of working towards because it's going to supplement your retirement. Now, again, if you have a million to two million dollars in retirement, that supplements the fifteen hundred dollars and fifty five bucks a month. Now, if you earn fifty thousand dollars a year. Every year for 35,000 years, you'd actually be up to $1,911. So let's just assume you're going to make somewhere between 1500 and Social Security to 2000 Can you live off that? There's some other ways to get the Social Security perk juiced for you. If you wait to 66 to 67, depending on your birth year, to claim the full Social Security benefit you're entitled to, you get a little bit more. So the full retirement age, a little bit more starts to add up. And that's a good thing for you. Again, one area where people make some mistakes is they rush into, I worked my whole life. I want that paycheck now. And they take it at 62. But you get a lot more money if you delay it to 67 to 70. Who would want to delay it? Why not get free money from 62 to 67? If you can't live off that $1,555 every year delay, you get a little bit more. So there's going to be a weird teeter-totter in your life where you may not work. Um, and Social Security is, is kind of a concept there. And you have to decide, like, when do I stop working? Ideally for me, I would stop working 65, but I haven't really thought about it. Later this week, I'm going to start doing some interviews with Stephanie Richmond, and she's going to be on next week as we prepare those interviews. And one of the things we're going to talk about is getting ready for retirement. She's a CFP. I'm kind of uh, excited to start working with her. Uh, you can find her online uh, at EP Wealth, but that's totally different. Your Social Security account tells you when you're eligible for a large check. Um, this is what CFPs do. They kind of look at everything that's coming to you, everything that's leaving you what you have currently, how you're going to pull that out slowly to make it last as long as you can. 
but um, there's a earnings record that I need to correct because I looked at it a couple days ago and maybe that'll change in the next couple days. But if I was making $250,000 a year each year for the last 10 years, two years ago, it's, it's marked as 2,500. Like that has to be a typo. Um, and it probably is. I'm not ready to retire today, but I need to take a look in a couple months and I need to get a request for correction of earnings record. Um, along with any tax documentation that I have proving actual income that year. So fortunately, I keep all my taxes, but down the road, I don't, I won't. So I will take care of that by the end of this year uh, because it was a, a missing year or an odd year two years ago in their systems. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, all social media, Rob Black Show, including Facebook. I have a YouTube channel where you can see my television work, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing. The fortune-making spirit of today's marketplace, The Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.